thank you so much for joining me for another episode of a crazy beautiful life my name is trevor and i am so freaking grateful that you have chosen to listen to another episode and spend a few minutes with me out of your day so thank you i appreciate you i cherish you at the end of this podcast if you found it either helpful or you resonated with it or maybe you know a friend who may want to hear it please feel free to give it a share i would appreciate it so much this week has been a really good week actually like of course it's had its downs but it's had a lot of really good ups this week i finally got certified to be able to kind of like help teach mindfulness with which uh, that for me was such a big moment and it made definitely was a highlight of my week i've been taking a lot of classes and doing a lot of meditations and just really trying to learn the freaking powerful powerful tool of meditation and just really staying mindful and it's been exciting it's been fun and i can't wait to maybe even share some of that knowledge with you down the road but anyways i am so happy that you are here but i have to be really honest um so earlier this week i interacted with this really lovely person i know i literally have some of the most beautiful conversations with them but Prior to the interaction, I was just feeling a little tired, you know, and so I saw them walking up and instantly my brain was like, "Ugh, they talk so much. I was like, what? I've been like I said, I've been working. I've been learning a lot about mindfulness, so I've been really trying to integrate that into my my daily life because, yeah, <laughs> and so I've been working a lot on staying mindful throughout the day and being aware of my thoughts and luckily I was able to catch that one and thinking back I kind of realized how easy it is to think those thoughts we literally do it all the time we pertain to a situation or a person and our mind tends to look for the first negative aspect about them it's crazy it's weird but it's sadly very integrated into our consciousness and our mind it's called the negativity bias and you know it's been something that has been integrated into our minds since the beginning It is what helped keep our ancestors alert of danger, our strange situations, and the sharpest brains that survived pass it down to us, aka the more stressed brains survived, pass it down to us, and now here we are, ultra-stressed, negative-prone thinkers. Now, while the negativity bias sounds like a really bad thing, It really has some benefiting factors. Of course, one of those being observing situations. Being able to tell if a situation is safe or not. Our people are safe or not. And it can also bring motivation to achieve goals because 
we don't want a bad outcome. But sometimes the brain is so hardwired to be on alert, we can let it pop up in just everyday communications. The evolutionary perspective of the negative bias suggests that the brain tends to dwell on negative way more than positive, but it's just the brain trying to keep us safe. Examples of negativity bias in contemporary life is maybe receiving a performance review at work, and you got a lot of good points, but there were two points that you needed to work on maybe some construction points and our brain will just hone in on those two points as if those two points are what made up the entire performance review and we can let those two points really just run our mind down and oh maybe i'm not good maybe i'm not worth it maybe i'm not doing a good job and it they can it can really distract us from really the main objective or really what is happening another example would be having an argument with your partner or your friend and instead of focusing on any valid points they made you're more focusing on every negative thing about them even to how they sounded, what they said, how that didn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Rather than, did they make any good points, actually? We don't really think about that after a conversation. All we really think about is how we were right. Another great example is if you humiliated yourself in front of your friends years ago and you're still letting it rob yourself of peace. This happened to me, actually. I was... <laughs> uh, when I went to church with my family, every Wednesday night, our church would have just Wednesday night dinner and fellowship. And it was fun. Um, but we basically got like a gym class in the middle of our fellowship session. Um, and for some reason, I was the slowest runner in that class. Because I thought I was a fast runner, but nope, not to them. So I was... oh. I also want to add one more thing. My dad was also like coaching this gym class and uh, this is what made it even more embarrassing, y'all. This is so embarrassing. But yeah, me lagging um, and literally being the last person to touch the wall and uh, this guy decided to run up to me on his arms and legs like a bear and then he pants me and then ran back to the wall. And then here I was sitting in front of like 20 other boys from my class. And I'm like, oh my gosh, did that just happen? So embarrassed because I got so embarrassed back then. I was shy. I was a shy little kid. And that kind of shook me. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Did my pa did I just get pants in front of all these people? And I did. And I really let that eat me, eat me up for the longest time. Like, I feel like naturally I was able to let it go as I matured. And I'm like, ugh, whatever. But 
I really let that rob me of peace following years after that. And that is another example of the negativity bias where your friends probably don't remember the time you humiliated yourself, but here you are constantly replaying it and replaying it and replaying it, letting yourself relive through it multiple times again and again and again when we really don't have to because your friends likely don't remember it. But, you know, here's the bad news. In studies conducted by John Cassiopo, participants were shown pictures of positive or negative or neutral images. And you see, what was observed during this research was negative images produced a much stronger response in the brain in the cerebral cortex part of the brain and this showed that negative information causes a surge in activity in the critical information processing area of the brain our behaviors and our attitudes tend to be shaped more powerfully by bad news experiences and information way more than positive news all in all this can really mess with a lot of things including our relationships with our partners our friends our family our decision making or even our perception of others and i just i really want to rest on that one when forming an impression of people, we tend to focus more on negative information about people. I want you to think back to maybe a relationship that isn't or wasn't the best, or maybe you didn't get the first best impression. There seemed to be tension, resistance, anger, Think about that person, how that person would make you feel. Feel it in your body. Feel it in your face. Notice how you feel in the presence of this person. Now, how would you describe this person? A lot of us would start something like, oh, this loud, annoying person, blah, 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 blah. And since negative emotions are so much stronger, we are literally embedding in our head these negative neuropathways correlated with this person. We make it easier to think negative thoughts about them and maybe even so the world around us. As cliche as this sounds, but it is so damn true, focusing on the negative will only bring more negative to your focus. Now, trust me, this is not me saying you gotta be positive and happy all the time, but more so, be conscious of how you are training your brain to think. You may be thinking in your head, well, they are loud and annoying, by the way. Are they? Are they? I want you to think back to that person. 
Maybe they express loudness and annoyances, but by no means that is not what they are. They are a human being. And all human beings at the base of our existence is unconditional love. That means we want the same thing. They want the same thing as you to experience the wholeness of life and unconditional love. This is at their core. Their core is goodness, is love. There is a good person. And I'm not saying that you have to see everyone through rose-colored glasses. And of course, I understand that every situation is different. But do you ever wonder if our negativity bias actually limits the possibility for a beautiful connection with somebody? If it actually limits the possibility for a really great friendship or work relationship, we let our negativity bias get in the way of really bringing out such goodness. Thinking back, I know my own negativity bias could have definitely impacted a lot of relationships and really prevented a lot of relationships from growing to what they could have been. Being aware of how you initially think of people and describe them to yourself is so important. In that moment, I reframed my perception of my friend, starting with seeing the gold, the good, what makes them human, their aspirations. This is my beautiful friend with the most lovely smile who brings me so much joy. They can talk a lot, but that's okay because I am going to cherish this conversation. Retraining your bright <laughs> Brian, Brian, retraining your brain to reframe that situation not only strengthens your brain's ability to for compassion and goodness, but it also expands the possibility for a more profound relationship on an even deeper level. Because you are setting your negativity bias aside and going forth without judgment. The opposite of judgment is curiosity. So go forth with curiosity, or even another word would be a beginner's mind. Going forth without judgment or predisposed assumptions, just going forth with a beginner's mind into every conversation and situation you are in. You know, we are so incredibly lucky to be surrounded with each other like it or not we are highly social creatures and we all feel the same exact need for validation and love understanding that every being around you is just like you Understanding that every being around you also has goals and ambitions and at their core, good and in need of love. Looking for the good in others actually isn't about 
helping your relationships, but more so on a bigger level, helping the good of society. You are serving the evolution of consciousness, changing from a shift from living in our negativity bias to living from love and kindness. Well, how are some ways that you can do this? You know, well, in informal practice in the morning, you could maybe set intentions to see goodness. Today, I'm going to see goodness in others. Today, I'm going to see the goodness in me. Today, I'm going to see the goodness in the world. I'm going to see the goodness in this close friend. In the moment that you are seeing goodness in someone, say you're having this really great conversation with someone you really enjoy, this is going to help. Take 15 seconds. This is just three long, deep breaths. And just soak it in. Get familiar with appreciating. Get familiar with noticing and being grateful for what is in front of you. Neuroscience has shown that this is what allows that experience to stick and undo the negativity bias. This helps us in return see the good in more scenarios. So, I really want to challenge you. This world is its a negative world. There's a lot of negativity always around us. And it can be easy to kind of like get stuck in it and maybe feel like we're only reciprocating the energy we are given. But sometimes being the bigger person means that you are the person leading from love and kindness. That will always be the bigger person, the person leading from a state of love and kindness. People are so much more than these negative titles that we put over them. So when you find yourself in a beautiful conversation or with someone you appreciate, take the time to soak up the love and the energy coming from the conversation. Negative thoughts are so easy to get stuck. So it's really important to bring focus more positive interactions and to fully embody them and enjoy them because that is how we are going to help each other is by being kind so i am so glad that you listened to another episode i really hope maybe you found some truth in this episode or found something you resonated with and if you liked it please feel free to give it a share. I would appreciate it more than anything. Anyways, I am happy you are here. I am happy you listened to another episode. I am sending you love and kindness and so much joy because you deserve so much joy and love and kindness. Okay? You are doing a good job. You are doing good things. And this week... Let's try to reframe our thoughts to find the good and the beautiful people around us. Okay? I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you next week.